0: And welcome to the Video Nasty's Podcast. My name is Christopher Brown. Films where a person's head explodes were not uncommon when the film we're talking about was made. Uh, David Cronenberg's 1981 sci-fi thriller, horror, body horror, psychic, jewel, movie, Scanners uh, is almost certainly most known for a scene that initially was going to be its opener where Michael Ironsides, who we've uh, spoken about back in the midst of time in visiting hours, has a mental duel for a guy on stage. And uh, after a minute to him throwing and staring looks and throbbing veins, the guy's head just explodes. Dawn of the Dead from 1978 also features a scene where somebody's head explodes. Maniac from 1980, a film surprisingly isn't on the Section Three list, and maybe hasn't released at this point, but uh, but also uh, features an exploding head. And the Prowler as well, which we've already spoken about, for uh, is 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 met at the end with an incredible. Exploded head scene. Those three explosions, uh, done via a, a mannequin, a load of goo, and a shotgun, were all done by Tom Savini. This one, created by makeup artist Dick Smith, who also worked on all sorts of amazing stuff like Taxi Driver, Godfather Part Two, obviously The Exorcist, um, Starman, Death Becomes Her was originally planned to be the opener of the movie but it was so like full on (laughs) they actually moved it a little bit further down now mentally in my head before I rewatched this film I thought it was the opening scene because it's certainly the scene that sticks in the mind the most and kind of it's become like the, the birth of a thousand gifts hasn't it you know like the the, the the exploding head is is kind of notorious. So you, you, any any perusal around Twitter for any length of time almost certainly have some some wag, um, put you know, show, putting that on the uh, on the internet. And it's it, basically what they do is um, they initially introduce our our hero, Cameron Vale, first a kind of an outsider type of person who um, is able uh, to cause uh, an epileptic fit in uh, a woman who is uh, basically given a funny looks. And I think even though the film is kind of renowned for this exploding head scene, there is a lot more to Scanners than that. Um, A film made and bred from the uh from how the money was coming in and it was an actual fact, despite the the amazingness of the films that he that, that David Cronenberg had done before, it was really his launch pad into greater things. remind you that the uh, scanning experience is usually a painful one, sometimes resulting in nosebleeds, earaches, stomach cramps, nausea, sometimes other symptoms of a similar nature. At this point, I'd like to call for volunteers. Fine. Just uh, sit right here, please. I'd like you to think of something specific. Do I have to close my eyes? It doesn't matter. All right, yes, I have something. See, the thing about Scanners is that while it's opening, well, the the, the opening head explosion and it's a dueling cataclysmic um, fight at the end with it's over the top of special effects and and, and makeup everywhere, pulsing veins and fire is entirely um, the thing that it's known for. Scanners fits very comfortably within the films of Cronenberg at that time. Before Videodrome, which you could argue is a response to people's kind of dislike, worry, concern about, about what this stuff is doing to society. The the movie, despite its kind of slap across the chop style uh, violence. It's really uh, a mixture of... It's kind of a little bit paranoid. It very much has distrust for medical expectat- experimentation, for, for, for those in control. And our baddie, Rivoch, who is uh, played by Ironside, is keen to, to tear down those that uh, have frozen, but also to um, kind of take over, really. And all this is done because um, some uh, because of yeah, I said medical experiments, drugs that were given to uh, pregnant women, uh, that kind of changes the mental fabric. And what it does is create a society of people with incredible power, not very good way of dealing with it. So, much like our man uh, Vale, uh, you're, you're left with you're the, 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 the people with this, these scanners' skills are left alone. And kind of shunned because they can't deal with all the input and information into their heads. So, once we've got all the explosions and veils being taken off the street, there's a huge amount of chatty world built before we kind of get to our final confrontation. There's not like a, you know, these days I'm sure um, somebody would look at the script and say, ooh. Should you have a couple of big confrontations, rounds about one at the you know the hour mark, and rounds about one maybe in the thirty minute mark to bookend these acts and kind of keep people, you know, in into it as it were. But what, instead, what we get is Cronenberg, who who kind of was writing the the script as he went along while they were filming because it needs you know it was a rush script. Because of um, the money that was that was that they got, it, it had you know they, they got they got the money from Canadian government to make it, and it needs to get spent there and then. So it was kind of a, a hurried job. What's notable about the film when we look about in in things like uh, Rabbit, in 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 in, Sliver, in Shivers, in the Brood those early films before he kind of has this Hollywood success with, with Scanners. Because um, the film, although was lukewarm with critics, kind of was taken down from Canada and uh, and did well in the international box office. So um, and I think one of the reasons for that is, aside from the exploding hazards, and being a man that you know obviously he was willing to kind of make these changes to make the film more of a success you know that the exploding head scene apparently was such a turn off of audiences that it's just like "What the fucking hell and wouldn't kind of get into it so they, they shifted it to kind of at least kind of get you into the movie before slamming it slamming you with that exploding head scene but what it did do was kind of create a uh, it it well the thing is at its heart, it's it's dare I say almost conventional. I mean, take all the weirdness out of it. You know, obviously the, the psychic powers. which, To be fair, it you know, could be a Star Trek episode, and take away the the general feeling that the you know of, of, of gore and shock that sits in there. This is really a you know a goodies versus baddies kind of movie, and certainly sits relatively. Comfortably, as you know, a conventional action horror film or action sci fi horror film. Certainly, certainly a lot more than Shivers does and, and, and Rabbids, or, or indeed the proof for that matter, you know, Shivers with its um, very cold feel. And um, Rabbids is, 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 is kind of gooey almost, you know. Um, Scanners feels more expensive. Uh, for one, but it's also got this quite, quite lush, quite bright Technicolor. A lot of the, you know, when you think about about, about rabbits, and certainly with shivers, you know, it's quite, it's quite cold. Like it's been shot, quite cold. It's quite like blue, you know, lots of blues, lots of silvers, lots of metallics. And even with you know with, with rabbits, when when they get into the city, you know, there, there's a there's an emotional detachment with a lot of the violence that's happening um, as the, um, the the the, the the disease or the or the illness kind of spreads out and mutates around society it also doesn't have quite as much eroticism in it certainly you know when we speak about you know um rabbits you know and, and, and that kind of thing and, and indeed this isn't like he cronenberg steps away from this kind of stuff you know he, he, his next film is videodrome which clearly has a, a psychosexual kind of undercurrent to, to a lot of its violence and, and, and as, as part of its storytelling technique about how you know it's it kind of satirizing how society uh, believes that uh, art can influence and change people in, in uh, i mean you know, brainwash them almost you know it, this is far more. You can get on board with it a lot easier. But going back to how it was made, it because the script was rushed. I think there is an element to this in terms of you know, once after that head explodes, you get a lot of information in terms of what's going on. There's a huge amount of world building that happens while the story kind of ticks along, and um, and it kind of fills the gap between you know these two two big action set pieces but that's not much about it you know you think about it a story about people with genetic powers that are you know um and like a good version of that and a bad version of that and it's like an element of almost terrorism and you know what if we were all like you know the um the scanners, and what if the you know the scanners had a plan to take over the world or whatever it is, or you know get revenge? I mean, it feels like X Men. You know, it feels like a Marvel movie at that point. Um, uh, but I bet one that would never get released for uh, with a, a PG thirteen or whatever it is, or a twelve A or whatever you know. And indeed, this world beaten um, building, I should say, does create. A uh, a very powerful um, kind of rich vein that kind of leads to stuff in the future. So there's there's two sequels, one from '91, one from '92, and then the spin-offs: uh, a Scan Scanner Cop and Scanner's the Showdown, also known as Scanner Cop Tar Two, um, which are very deep in this kind of sci-fi horror stuff. Uh, and there was talk of a remake, but. Um, it never came and there was talk of a television series which never came as well so there's there was clearly um the 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 time spent in this film kind of getting you into this kind of quite 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 exciting world is, is is well spent it works well what i would say as well is you know i think when you have two opposing men um facing off each other like this there can be an element of homoeroticism in there as well uh just on the surface you know just maybe it's just when you're looking at Cronenberg stuff that's where your night sometimes goes but I would argue a little bit that there's, there's a little touch in there as well there's an element of paranoia as well And am re-watching no. it as we still are still um well, well, well you know we're UK so if you're in the UK and in America um, you might be thinking well things are things are easing off at the moment man um, in terms of lockdown but you know there's there's the distrust and conspiracy, political conspiracy, medical conspiracy, um, permeates it, and and kind of gives this a, a an element of spikiness, maybe as a, as a modern day viewer that you, you might not get normally. I'm not saying they're all up to get you, but I think <laughs> in the world of scanners, they might well be, you know. And as such, it does kind of fit very, as I said, very comfortably in the, this world. I mean, you know, think of. Shit! I mean, a lot of, everything up to this point, from a from a Cronenberg um, point of view, is is scientists dicking around with with bodies and and, with, and people sometimes without their consent. A lot of times without consent. To be fair, but, you know, even moving forward beyond this, video drone, uh, The Fly, uh, Dead Ringers, uh, all about mood um, change in the body and madness. Uh, of course, there's also the dead zone as well. Cronenberg's uh, touch around um, the Stephen King book, uh, but even then, as a, as a as a filmmaker for hire and, and doing a job, Cronenberg still manages to infuse an elements of of strangeness working with Christopher Walken to to create a an unusual tone and feel. And again, this is a, a very much probably the reason why. He, such so on a you know a man is cursed <laughs> with skip the powers you know uh, and 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 these kind of superpowers are you know, not necessarily a good thing for, for for anybody the more critical of you may think it to be scanners to be more of a slightly one of more the it is certainly sillier than um a lot of the stuff. Around this, um, personally, I would say. Although I love the look of the thing, you know, when you compare it to something like Videodrome, it's it it's not as um, it's it's just rumination on similar kind of thoughts and feelings that we've already been through. Um, whereas Videodrome is a you know taking some elements and doing something completely different with it. And we're still a mile away from from the quality of Dead Ringers, which you know, only seven years from for Cronenberg. For, for, for but you know, this feels like a you know mucking about with some fun fun, fun special effects in comparison to the far more serious and uh, powerful work that 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 is with Jeremy Irons play you know doing that amazing uh, twins performance. So unlike our uh, our, our doctor on, on the stage, I'm not convinced. Uh, with the exceptional of fans of, of, of gore, that you know the the, the exploding heads, quite as much as you're going to get. Although, what I would also say is that uh, Stephen Lax, uh, Cameron Vale, is uh, not as interesting to watch as Michael Ironside's Revoch uh like by quite some margin, if I'm being honest. Um you know, Einstein absolutely smashed out the park on this and he's just like he's almost humming with with, with you know with rage and anger and, and, and grisliness which uh, is as good if not better than than some of the you know the the, the, the gooey effects that kind of you know that are in it certainly later on in the film. The film was kind of lukewarm received. Ebert turned rounds and went. Scannis is so lockstep that we are basically reduced to watching the special effects, which are good, but curiously abstract because we don't much care about the people that are happening around. I think probably an indicator of, 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 vale, of the Cameron Vale character who's kind of... Um, Emotionally cold, which to be fair is a a fair example of what you would do with that character, but you know, it's certainly no one (laughs) inside, you know and like the New York Times kind of was like, you know what what if it was just a horror film rather than everything else, what if it wasn't a mystery and like I think there was a suggestion that you know you don't really want to be scratching too much under the surface in terms of what's happening in the story for obvious reasons that um, it's a bit silly, it can be a bit silly, you know as a concept, and I'm not saying it's particularly silly when it's put on up on screen. I think reassessments kind of come now, particularly with what Cronenberg did next, regardless of its kind of pop culture um impact. Uh, due to its violence more than its storytelling. And, and and, and you know, um, certainly it has a, 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 a... It did well at the box office and kind of generated a continued following, which made four uh, sequels of varying quality, if I'm being honest, uh, possible. No, oh, two sequels, two spin-off films, and everything else that came with it as well. And there's something for me, just to finish off on, there's something for me deeply... Um, interesting about a film that um some of 80s i think it's fair to say of, of a film that tries so desperately to be a political thriller but at the same time it really wants to deliver the gore you know and it when you think about you know the satire of films that come afterwards like robocop or, you know, those Verhoeven movies that were, like, huge back then, um, which were able to mix satirical elements with um, the real over-the-top group. I think this kind of gives an element of a template for the future that suggests that audiences were a bit up for both, and, you know, you could do something that had a bit of intrigue, a bit of mystery, but also... um, also include a just as we said, slap around the chops violence, you know. So so Scanners was um, released uncut in the UK, in the US. As you said, it's been seized, but has never really had any problems from a um, from a cut put from from cut or or you know it ever really being unavailable from the UK in the UK. So you know, it was released. Uh, we've got a, it, it, it was released in in 1981 in in the UK at the time. It had an X certificate, um, and then was uh, released again on video in 87, 2013. You know, just all the way through, basically. And uh, it is not hard to get hold of a copy of this film now. I mean, it's on telly all the time, if nothing else. But uh, but if you want to watch Canas, uh, you can, and. Uh, you know, <laughs> I would like to scan all of you in this room, one at a time. There are four billion people on earth. 237 are scanners. They'll control your mind, conquer your will, manipulate your body like a toy. Self-destruct, five seconds. The pain begins, and your flesh, your brain four seconds you feel its power three seconds the pressure the pounding the terror two seconds you can't breathe it chokes you it destroys you one second you begin to self-destruct experience the terrifying power of scanners you pray it will end and it will scanners their thoughts can kill Okay, so if you want to get a hold of me, please do. My email address is Gmail.com. You can get me on Twitter at at orange underscore monkey. Or you can go to the website, the videonastiespodcast.com or videonastiespodcast.com where there is, oh, just so many podcasts. You will not believe how many podcasts there are there now. Fucking hundreds, literally. Um, next time we're dealing with another slasher movie. Um, pretty famous one I would say it's uh, prom night so until then take care and I'll speak to you soon goodbye I have never seen a video nasty I wouldn't I have far too much <laughs> how, how can you judge on a video nasty oh, if you have seen one I actually don't need to see visually What I know is in that film.